Episode 349 of the Biz Talk Podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I'm editor Kirk Seminoff. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl again, and while it may be becoming old hat to many, it certainly makes for a busy time at the television station that has the Super Bowl broadcast involving the local team. General Manager David Herman of KWCH Channel 12 joins me this week to talk about how things change at the station, knowing the Chiefs are in the big game again. It's a busy time, and David joins me in just a minute. But first, here's a look at what's in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Our cover story this week is a look at the local housing forecast for 24. After a few pandemic years of low mortgage rates and super hot home sales, we've recently seen higher mortgage rates and super low inventory that's put a damper on the market. Reporter Josh Witt talks to area experts about what's coming in 2024. Our cover story begins on page 14. We have two lists in this week's paper. One is specialty hospitals. The other is the area's craft breweries, wineries, and distilleries. Those lists begin on page six. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly lead section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 22. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Of all the people in the state of Kansas rooting for the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game last Sunday, I would wager that not many were rooting harder than my guest on this week's podcast, David Herman is the general manager and vice president at KWCH Channel 12 here in Wichita. David, thanks for joining me. Good to have you here. Yeah, no problem, Kirk. Uh, so let's put this all together for the folks who may not understand and follow the NFL all that closely. TV rights for the Super Bowl rotate each year between CBS, Fox, NBC, and I think ABC and ESPN get a turn here in a couple of years. And so for Super Bowl 58 this year, it's on CBS and your and your KWCH. Uh, and when you're the GM of the local station carrying the Super Bowl and your team of local interest is in the conference championship game, how hard were you rooting for the Chiefs in this case? You know, it, it, they go so routinely these days to the Super Bowl that, you know, it was almost rooting for them, please, God, don't let them lose, <laughs> uh, more so than, than, than win. Uh, and what a fantastic game that was. And in, in fact, CBS has published that, uh, and I'll quote here, uh, NFL and CBS delivers the most watched AFC championship game ever, right? Yeah. So it wasn't just of local interest. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's nationwide interest. I, I dare say that the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know, have supplanted the Dallas Cowboys as America's team. Uh, you know, Taylor Swift factor aside, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the interest in the teams at an all-time high. And, and, you know, can they be a legacy team if they don't win uh, this uh, Super Bowl coming up on February 11th? Guys, they're already a legacy team. Yeah. Come on. Um, so the, the, the interest in the chiefs, uh, is, is high. Uh, and so, yeah, it's exciting times. Mm-hmm. 
when CBS last had the Super Bowl in KWCH, yep. the Chiefs played the Buccaneers and got trounced. Yeah, yeah, got trounced, but that does not really doesn't really affect you in the in the moment. So I got to think when your turn for the Super Bowl comes around and you're a, a Chiefs market, that you really have to hope that we don't get cheated out of a Chiefs Super Bowl again recently. Yeah, um, you know, the, from a viewership standpoint, it's interesting. Um, if you look at a Super Bowl from a, a, a Chiefs uh, in it locally or a Chiefs not in it locally, there's not that much difference. Really? Uh, yeah, uh, it's you know the Super Bowl is a cultural event. People mm-hmm. watch it just to see the commercials, even if their team's not playing. Right? They still are going to get their family and friends together to have a Super Bowl party, regardless of the Chiefs are there or not. Uh, and that really kind of shows up in the ratings. That the, the ratings are there. The excitement level is higher, um, mm-hmm. and you know our advertisers get more engaged. Uh, uh, when when it becomes evident that the Chiefs are, are headed that direction. Um, but even when, when the Chiefs aren't playing in the Super Bowl and, and we happen to have it, you know, the Super Bowl is just one of those events uh, kind of getting more and more rare where you, you can reach the majority of the market all at one time. Uh, mm-hmm. And so from a branding perspective, it's, it becomes more and more valuable. And we're seeing that with all, all live sports. You know, it's live sports and local news are, are pretty well DVR resistant, you know, <laughs> uh, because you want, you know, you want to know what's happening uh, right then. You want to be part of that experience. You know, when uh, CBS had to move uh, one of the games uh, because of, uh, it was the Buffalo game mm-hmm. uh, because of snow, they moved it, uh, at the last minute, thank you, from Sunday to Monday, you know, nobody knew snow was coming, right? Uh, so they had to move it from Sunday to Monday. And what they did is they put in last year's, uh, I want to say the AFC Championship game, it was uh, 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 Cincinnati in uh, mm-hmm. Kansas City. And uh, you mentioned, you know, there's probably nobody uh, rooting harder for the Chiefs uh, last weekend than, than the general manager of the TV station. Actually, it was his mom. Uh, and so I, I informed my mom that, hey, you know, that game's being moved from Sunday to Monday. You know, I'll see you Monday. We'll watch the game together. But, hey, on Sunday, they're airing the repeat of last year's Bengals game. And, again, huge Kansas City Chiefs fan. She's like, yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, be- because we already know how that ends, it's right? It's not live, right? It's not live. So, you know, live sports is is becoming – it's always been important. It's always been a, a prestige uh, piece of programming, but it's just becoming more and more uh, important uh, to the viewers and therefore to us as, as broadcasters. I want to ask you more about DVR-resistant later because that, that is a fascinating topic for me. Let, let's start with how the Super Bowl works in terms of a local market – just from my watching over the years, I have no knowledge, but you can tell me. It, it, it appears the local market gets a certain number of spots. Tell me how that works. Yeah, uh, so yeah, the network, of course, is keeping most of the spots you know, within the game. You know, we'll have a break uh, leading into you know, uh, the pre-kick, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we don't get a break until uh, the top of halftime, and then another break at the end of halftime and then a break at the beginning of third quarter, mm-hmm. and then really it's post-gun uh, after that. Uh, you know, now, post-gun, you know, the game's over, but CBS will be in programming about the game for another hour, mm-hmm. and then we'll get an end break at the end of their broadcast uh, uh, presentation, if you will. So uh, you know, if you see a commercial break at the end of first quarter, those aren't local commercials. Those are you know, network-sold commercials. Right. So. <laughs> 
Tell me who likes to advertise the, the, the type of industries that like to advertise in the Super Bowl, and are they regular advertisers with you, or do they just come for that one spot? Yeah, most of them are regular advertisers. We we switched uh, our sales process or uh, offering uh, for the NFL at large, and we offer a package where you will get a spot in every single game. And that way an advertiser doesn't have to worry about, well, is the Chiefs game going to be on this date and who's the matchup going to be? We just say, look, we're going to give you a spot in every single game, uh, including the Super Bowl. And if the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl, you win, you're, right? You're already paid for, yeah. right? Yeah, there's there's no surprise, no surge pricing, any of that. Those that's for those that are buying the, the season long package. We're mm-hmm. also the the preseason rights holder in this market for the Kansas City Chiefs, right? So we have, you know, two to four uh, Chiefs preseason games that we we present mm-hmm. in August, uh, and so. We give them the buffet. They get you know one of everything essentially, uh, but we don't sell out every single scrap of inventory in those packages. So we do have a, a small amount of scatter inventory, right? So as far as categories, it's it's every category. You know, I, 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 we see everything from banking to attorneys to home improvement to fast food to you know we we do sell national brands locally here as well you know so we'll, we'll if you see a ford spot in the third quarter that's probably sold by us that's not a national sale mm-hmm. so we have national brands that, that transact with us uh locally but then also regional brands and 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 local brands so you know we were just doing a meeting uh, uh just uh yesterday uh, on what scant inventory we have left and how do we want to price it. And r- before we got out of that meeting, we had another Super Bowl sale come in. Mm. Uh, so we had, all right, stop. Now Now that we have this much, right, uh, left. And, and it's a handful of spots at this point. So th- those spots, as you can imagine, you know, we're a supply and demand business. So the last couple spots that we have yeah that pricing does does go up but again those that have bought the package locked in their pricing you know months and months and months before the season even so though the ratings may not change much with the local team in the Super Bowl do do advertisers wants and needs change much knowing that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl do you have more people coming to you I guess yeah just you know uh Again, right after that pricing meeting, we got an email from a, uh, a home improvement company out of market uh, that says, hey, we, you know, we think we'd like to break into the Wichita market. We'd like to do it in the Super Bowl. Do you, do you have anything left? And what's the pricing? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's, well, do you have anything in the pregame left? Right. Well, you know, uh, just, you know, depending on the budget. Uh, you know, the other thing that we've done locally just to, to try to make it available for more local businesses to get in, you know, because a 30-second spot, which is kind of the realm in our world, that that's, you know, let's say it's 100% of that price. Well, we can sell a 15-second spot, and I'll charge you 65 75% of that 30-second mm-hmm. spot. We've even busted a 30 up into to going to a 30, a 15, and three, or I'm sorry, a 30 up into a 15 and three five-second uh, billboards. Uh-huh. Just to put it within more reach with you know for our local businesses because yeah the excitement's up they want to be part of that they want to be seen as as being in that ecosystem of the Chiefs so uh, we've we've made those moves just to accommodate more local mm-hmm. certainly not being judgmental here because I've seen what what airlines have done with flights out of Kansas City to Las Vegas for the next week yeah. but are you able to charge more with the local team in the Super Bowl yes. Um, can you can you tell me how much, or just give me a sense for how much you raise rates? Yeah, um, 
the Super Bowl again, we're going to sell it out no matter who the teams are. Uh, and because of, of our package sales, we have very few of those last minute spots available. Uh, because I'm not going to go, if we got sold out and somebody came at the last minute and said, you know, I'll pay you double, you know, what, what you're asking, I just need to be in, in the game. We're probably walking away from that, believe it or not, as, as much as that pains, you know, the old sales manager in me, we're probably walking away because I'm not going to tick off a client locally that has bought a spot in the Super Bowl and probably is already an existing advertiser with us, or they've bought a Super Bowl spot and some other uh, advertising in the market as part of their strategy, and then I'm going to blow up their strategy. Mm. You know, let's take that home improvement company from out of market that's wanting to launch by being in the Super Bowl, and then on Friday the 9th, I said, eh, sorry, you know, we got a better offer, so we knocked you out. That's that's not how we do business. Yeah, that's, so that's bad business, yeah. of course. Um, talk, talk a little bit about the news side. I worked in a newspaper sports department for a long time, and I know that when your local team is in the big game or the the final four or whatever, you have to ratchet things up. Sure. Talk about what your news side is doing. Sure. So you know, weeks and weeks ago, we already reserved uh, hotel rooms and, and flights, countable in the event that we didn't need to go to Vegas, mm-hmm. because again. If the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, we're going to Vegas. If it became 49ers and, you know, the Cowboys, eh, we're probably not going to go to the trouble of, of mm-hmm. sending somebody out there to cover. Um, you know, our parent company, uh, Gray Media, uh, is 113 television stations wide across the country. Uh, and so we're blessed and lucky that in Kansas we also have WIBW, the CBS affiliate in Topeka, and KCTV, the CBS affiliate in Kansas City. Obviously, they're going you know full bore uh, with with Chiefs coverage up in Kansas City. Uh, so we're sharing you know the uh, the stage rental space that you have mm-hmm. to have as a broadcaster. We're sharing those costs. We're sharing that square footage. Uh, we also have a, a station in uh, in Vegas proper, right? So having all those resources, we don't have to, as a standalone station from Wichita, Kansas, carry all that weight to get really, really good coverage. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll lean on reporters from our sister stations. We'll lean on them uh, for technical support in Vegas, right? Um, you know, we have a battery that goes out in, in, in our backpack uh, transmitter, We've got a station right there that we can swap out with, so that's that's a luxury for us these days. But yeah, we we put things in motion. We're already planning for uh, when uh, the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Yes, Kansas City will be doing another parade. We're going to be covering that uh, again with the help of our sister stations and 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 kind of sharing responsibility and, and sharing the burden, if you will. Is, do you even try uh, when the Chiefs? Of course, that's the local market team, but you're, this is not the local market. Do you even try to localize coverage even more and, and, and put Wichita angles on it? Do you look for Wichita fans? Oh, sure. Like that? No, I mean, just yesterday, I know we, we had a story where we were uh, talking with a family of Blake Bell. Right. Um, and, and what that, you know, he's been to three Super Bowls now in, in a, a very short uh, NFL career. Uh, and so what that journey was like, right? So, yeah, we're always looking for what, what is that local angle. Mm-hmm. How, how many people will you be sending to, to Vegas? We'll be sending two. We'll be sending uh, uh, both TJ Clayland and right. Brandon Zinner uh, will be there. Uh, and then um, I think uh, WIBW sending two people. And I think KCTV may be sending like nine. I mean, again, they're very muscular uh, in their approach being the home market. 
What else can you do from a news perspective uh, in the days leading up to the game? Do you have a chance to do a preview show or anything yep. like that? We're, we're, we're going to be doing a Super Bowl special on Friday, uh, February 9th at 9.30 p.m. Uh, on KSCW. That's going to get repeated at 10.30 p.m. on KSCW and then replayed again on Saturday the 10th over on KWCH uh, following our 10 o'clock news uh, so at 10:35 p.m. to 11:05 p.m. So that one special will have will have three airings. Uh, and again, if it was uh, 49ers versus the Patriots, would we be doing a Super Bowl special? <laughs> probably not. We probably wouldn't put the the time and the effort and the sweat equity into it. But with the Chiefs going, yeah, we're, we want to put shoulders on our coverage, and and that's just a, a way to do it. Lots of restrictions with within. Uh, the NFL world on on how much footage you can use, you right. know, and 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 uh, just their marks and and what we call the special, you know, uh, even though we're a CBS affiliate, you know, we've got the rights uh, to to air uh, NFL programming. Obviously, we're the preseason rights holders, but getting on the air with a Super Bowl special, uh, you know, we'd get our hands slapped pretty quick on that. Mm -hmm. So it's always fun for our creative services department to figure <laughs> out what do we call this thing, right? You know, the road to glory or, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. you have to be somewhat generic about it. Uh, you can get too cute by half and, and still get in trouble with the, with CBS or the NFL. Uh, so we try to play it pretty straight. Wow, that's fascinating. I've, I'm always interested as a former sports editor, I know that you know, NCAA tournament time, NFL playoff time, um, it, that new, news and sports staffs can get pretty tired. And, you know, the, the finish line is a little bit longer when you make the Super Bowl or you make the Final Four. But it, for sports news people, do, does it also kind of – is there an excitement that you don't – Oh, yeah, there are times of the year. They're running on adrenaline, you know, mm -hmm. adrenaline and caffeine, right? Right. Um, and because, yeah, those, those days are long, uh, and, and cause they're up early to get, you know, uh, you know, through the press line and get uh, positioned on the podium and, and interface with their colleagues that they don't know well from the other stations, right. And, and who's doing what, and Ooh, can I steal that package that you just did or that interview that you had? Uh, and then they're wrapping it up, you know, uh, you know, when we're all wrapping up our Super Bowl parties and, and going home, they're still building the, the, the content that's going to show up in the late newscast or show up uh, in, in the following morning, right, as a mm -hmm. recap, you know. And it's not just the sports department. Our, our creative services department, you know, they get to watch the Super Bowl from the station. Uh, <laughs> yay, right? Um, at least for the first, you know, half to maybe third quarter because they'll have a commercial 90% of the way done, two versions, right? Thanks for a great season in the event that the Chiefs would lose or Chiefs win the Super Bowl, right? Huzzah, mm -hmm. right? So they've got two versions of the spots, but until the game is over, you know, or just pretty evident, you know, you don't want a, a Dewey beats Truman moment, right? <laughs> exactly. So, yes. but, so, you know, they've got to be there on site to, to do that last minute editing. So uh, um, our sports team, yeah, it's long days, but it's a lot of fun for them. Our creative services department gets to hang out at the station during Super Bowl Sunday and and, and wait to finish their commercial spots. And make sure you delete the message that, oh, yeah. that doesn't happen. Um, tell me, what, from a local market perspective, what resonates with your viewers more? Is it is it Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Is it KU winning a national championship in basketball? The Shockers 10 years ago in the, reaching the Final Four? Right. Uh, Tell me. Yeah, I mean, from from a casual sports fan perspective, which is me, um, 
you know, I don't know that there was more excitement in the market than when the Shockers were, were on that run. I mm-hmm. mean, that, that's just really hard to top. Right. Um, just because, you know, yet yes, the Chiefs, you know, pro NFL, you know, as, as you called it, the, the team of interest for our market. But there's nothing like even, you know, even KU. And I'm again, I'm a K-Stater. So <laughs> but but even KU, the excitement that comes with with them going on a run. There's still not the local team, right? Not so the home the, team. WSU right? yeah. going on that that tear is is hard to beat. Yeah, yeah, um, and that was on CBS Air too. So you got to take advantage of that. Um, talk about your background a little bit. We talked a little bit off air. You're from Wichita, yep. and you've worked almost everywhere in television in this market. In, in this market, yeah, yeah. I, I started right out of college and at the Fox affiliate at KSAS. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was there uh, for six years or so. Uh, uh, went over to Cake TV and local sales for a couple of years, over to KSN as a sales manager for about eight years. Left the market uh, to Huntington, West Virginia uh, as a sales manager there for a couple of years. Landed in Kansas City uh, at what's now our sister station, KCTV, uh, for a couple of years, and then back to Wichita at Cake as an account executive and then a sales manager and then for the last seven years over at KWCH. And we were laughing uh, before the, the podcast started that, yeah, I'm, I want to cap my career by uh, working for KPTS just so I can have been at every broadcast station in the, in the market. So <laughs> That would be something. Uh, I, we always like to ask you, and I think you qualify as a boomerang. Why, why Wichita? Why come back? Uh, largely family. You know, born and raised here, both parents, uh, you know, at the time were alive and well and, mm-hmm. and but getting older and we wanted to be, right. you know, originally closer to home, but not home, which is why we picked Kansas City and Kansas City's, you know, for, for a Wichitan is, you know, kind of the aspirational market It's where you right. go for the, the big concert or the big shopping spree or lights on the plaza, you know, right? It, there, right? There's a big draw there. So um, uh, we wanted to be closer to home, but not home. And, and so we're able to do that for a couple of years, but then just, just the draw of home. Mm-hmm. And and why television? An entire career in television, haven't ventured out into other mediums, I guess. Yeah, um, and I started uh, at K State in architecture and found out pretty quickly that the math was going to kick my butt. <laughs> um, and so I had a great um, advisor that uh, I, I went in and said, "Look, I'm going to have to change majors." Figured that out, you know, my first semester that you know this math was going to kill me. And uh, he said, "Well, what do you think you ought to be doing?" I said, "Well, I ought to." be an English major, you know, but, you know, there's, you know, it wasn't going to be the great American novelist, probably, you know, the next Stephen King mm-hmm. and make any money. I knew I didn't want to teach, you know, because of classroom of people like me, I didn't, didn't want to do that. <laughs> uh, but he, he, he suggested that, you know, continue to take architectural you know, survey classes, low level classes, get your degree in English with an eye towards writing for architectural digest. Mm-hmm. And I was just like blown away at, Oh, that thought process that, wow, that made a lot of sense. And, and I wasn't probably going to drop out of college just because I wasn't, you know, my, my first choice of major wasn't going to work out. I wasn't just going to throw in the towel, but that comment alone just, you know, kind of reinvigorated, you know, right. me that, that, wow, I, I could do what I want to do, uh, do where, be where I need to be as an English major, end up doing what I want to do, which was to write about architecture. Obviously that didn't happen. <laughs> Um, but you know, late in my collegiate career, decided that 
you know, I wanted to go into advertising. Uh, I wanted to be a copywriter. And we had a friend of the family that owned a very small agency in Kansas City and went up with a buddy of mine and, and talked with them. And he said, hey, if you're lucky enough to get hired, because it was at a, you know, a low point in the, in the economy, mm-hmm. um, you know, and this is, I'm old, so this is a long time ago, but, you know, he said, you can expect to make $12,000 a year. And even back, you know, in 1980, late 80s, uh, that was not going to be a lot of money. So no. I was like, man, I have got to, to change my stance uh, and started uh, heavying up on radio and TV uh, classes with an eye towards I'm going to write television pr- promotional spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and that's ended up what I started doing at, at Fox. Came, Start, started in the promotions department at Fox. Came naturally to you? Uh, yeah, I think it was... It was uh, maybe not hundred percent a passion play, but more of a utilitarian. What, how can I use what I like to do and actually get paid to do it? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so television seemed to be a, a, a good choice for me to at least to get started at. And I think like most people, you know, you don't know when, you know, your first job, is this going to be your, your lifelong career? I wouldn't have imagined it. Um, but you know, yeah, that's life right yeah. now. Um, I wanted to ask about DVR resistant, yeah. and that that's a topic that I love because I know that my family's way of watching television has really changed over the past two, three, four years into streaming and not being dependent on what uh, on a TV guide. So right to say, um, talk about how the industry has changed and how a, a a local market such as yourself has to change along with it. What are the challenges? Yeah, you know, the the death of broadcasting has been, you know, foretold, I think, ever since I walked into my first job in broadcasting, right? That that cable was going to kill uh, broadcasting because now there's going to be, you know, 57 channels and nothing on, to quote Bruce Springsteen, right? Yeah. Uh, And that didn't uh, end up being the case. And then, uh, you know, VCRs were going to kill Mm -hmm. because you can record your show and play it back whenever you want. And that technology, you know, being what it was, is, well, to, by today's standards, you know, we would just scoff at, I'm not doing that, right? Right. But then, you know, DVRs, right, make it, you know, much easier to schedule that programming, automatically get it, dump it into your queue, and you can watch it whenever you want. Mm-hmm. So lots of, of uh, hand-rigging and, and, you know, doomsayers out there saying, well, you know, that's going to kill broadcast. And, and now with streaming, with, with, you know, between Prime Video and Netflix, you know, well, you know, those aren't local ad supported, at least yet. I mean, there's plans for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, there's still no better way to reach the masses, you know, in one fell swoop. I, I, I say that, you know, look, you, you can shoot the BB gun at your target or I can set the nuclear bomb off in your backyard, right? <laughs> I, we, we can reach, you know, the, the preponderance of the market with one spot in the Super Bowl that would take you months and months of advertising to get that type of reach. There's just still no type of reach vehicle uh, like broadcast television. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going back to the DVR proof, you know, part of that is, you know, it's just in our DNA. The, the news is relatively DVR proof, uh, not only because you want to know what's going on right now, but why would you record a news when there's another one coming up probably within two hours at, mm-hmm. at, at max, right, if not just... 30 minutes from now, there's going to be an updated newscast. Uh, and then and then sports. And we're seeing that, you know, the, the regional sports networks, uh, you know, uh, Sinclair, uh, a broadcaster uh, that owns television stations, had a regional sports network called Diamond Holdings. 
Uh, they just, uh, you know, uh, declared bankruptcy and finally settled everything out. Um, I want to say Amazon put in $115 million right. uh, into that ecosystem. Uh, and so it's getting more and more competitive for those sports rights. But it's, it's, that's happening because it's pretty evident when you look at the ratings that this is one of the rare opportunities to amass that big of an audience with the immediacy of, no, they're going to be in front of their TV set from noon to 3 o'clock watching this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the immediacy is there. And then just the engagement, right? You know, you may be watching your favorite drama and, uh, you know, you, you probably have your cell phone or an iPad in a hand and, and, and multitasking and let the dog out and go you know, stir the pasta, whatever. Uh, but during the game, Less of that's happening, mm-hmm. right? You know, the, you're leaned in and, and really uh, paying attention to what's there, including, you know, the commercial load that comes at you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Let me tee up this last one for you. Sure. I, if I'm not mistaken, KWCH has been number one in news uh, ratings. Before I was born. Even. Yeah, yep. I, since at least mid-'80s, if not sooner. It, yeah. I always say it was Roger and Susan that, that – kind of started that role and it hasn't changed in that long tell me why is it does it does it vary from year to year tell me why yeah so we were talking again before the podcast started just about some of our employees and who you know how long have they been there oh my gosh you know um i just saw on on linkedin uh, and I apologize, I don't have everybody's anniversary dates memorized <laughs> at this point. But, you know, Michael Schwenke is celebrating, I think, his 23rd year at the station. Right? He still looks 29 yeah, years old, he too. started when he was 14. <laughs> um, but we have lots of folks behind the scenes that have got that type of tenure, right? Our business manager, who's retiring soon, is 21 years under about with the station, right? Mm-hmm. We've got uh, news uh, p- producers and editors that have that type of tenure with the station. Our chief engineer has been with the station for 16 years, right? So part of the success of, of the television station is having that stability, right? That you're not training somebody new all the time into very, very crucial positions. Um, they get there and they stay there, and that's a testament to the culture of that television station. Uh, and we're trying to, to do what we can, can to even improve upon that. You know, it's, it's a station where... Uh, it's a destination station. We have people that, that will contact us that it's not that they want to go into television or, or that they want to land in Wichita. It's they want to work for that television station, for mm-hmm. KWCH, uh, just because of that, that legacy that they have of, of being the leader. Um, and so, you know, part of it is it's very, very hard to change viewers' habits also, mm-hmm. right? Uh, even with uh, frontline on-air personnel changes that happen you know, naturally as part of this business, and that's frankly accelerating, right? Um, you know, we're market size 70. If New York's market size one and LA's two and Chicago's three, we're market size 70. Um, and it used to be that you'd have to have five, six years of experience before you would be able to land at a KWCH. Uh, and now we're hiring folks before they've even graduated contract, wow. we're putting them under contract. Uh, mm-hmm. Before they graduate college, rather, we're, we're putting them under contract. Uh, because what we're seeing is that a larger market will come and recruit from, from us, 
Mm -hmm. And so uh, you will see a lot of folks that have worked at KWCH that are now in, in larger markets, right? I mean, Shane Knicky, uh, you know, from, from our morning team and where Shane fame from, right. you know, been, been with us for years, had an opportunity to move to Kansas City, a much larger market uh, in a new role. And yeah, we celebrated that. Uh, we, you know, we, we, we full-throated endorse that, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it, I've had a 30-plus year career in, in, this, uh, in this industry, and uh, part of what I want, uh, uh, you know, not as a legacy because I don't want to be that grandiose, but part of what I want in my background is that, yeah, this person went on and did right. this other thing. This person right. got, got promoted and went to a much larger market, right? Mm -hmm. to, to steal from uh, the, the subject of the day, you know, recently on, on CBS, they were talking about the Andy recoaching, you know, tree, right? right. And, and how many people uh, that he's touched and helped. And, and there's no greater honor than to say, yes, I helped that person get to their next, their next spot. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a drag on their operation when you have turnover, uh, but at the same time, if it's for the right reasons, uh, that's that's some of our proudest moments. And you have to you you have a balance not only in, and I just saw this in newspapers not only the people that are moving on to do better better things having grown in Wichita, but you have a lot of people who find that Wichita is a great place to call home and raise a family and want to stay at your station or your newspaper or wherever. Right. So yep, I agree. David, thanks so much for your time. I yeah, appreciate yeah. it. I know you're busy and good good luck over this next week. Go Chiefs. <laughs> That's it for Biz Talk this week, episode 349. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week. <laughs>